Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. And I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And today I am joined by two hosts of another podcast. Oh, I like that. Hosted by Rachel Wilkerson Miller and Sally Tamarkin. Also, two people in maybe my most used group chat. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. I'm really excited that we're taking the the group chat to the airwaves. The group chat <laughs> is on the airwaves. We started a group chat, like, I think like a, maybe the, the summer of 2020. I think that when right. all mm-hmm. of it was, it was originally a Selling Sunset group chat. Yes. And actually, Sally came into this recording <laughs> as with her with the name Davina Potratz and. When I opened up the recorder, I was like, oh, I invited Davina to this recording. It's only Wednesday. Um, but we started as a, and now it's turned into like Wordle, COVID news. It has splinter groups. Like Sal, I send pictures of all of my animals to Sally and her wife, but like Rachel doesn't care so much about that. And then, and then Rachel and I are in like a separate Bravo one, but Sally doesn't care so much about that. It's kind of really nice. It's, it's has subgroups and I'm very excited (laughs) to now invite you here to have a live chat. Um, You guys started, uh, oh, I like that um, during the pandemic, right? This is like pretty much, this is kind of a new venture. Yeah, Yeah. actually it probably was like right, not long after the group chat formed. I think it was like September of 2020. Does that sound right, Sally? It does. Yeah. We recently, just like a few months ago, celebrated our like one year anniversary of the podcast and like, I mean, celebrated, we just said on air that we've been doing it for a year, but uh, like- That's a celebration. Well, we we, like at that point, we like couldn't really remember when we started it. And now it's only a few months later and it's still just like so hazy and vague. But yeah, it was like, I think like fall of 2020. I used to have a podcast. I I had another podcast from 2014 to like 2020. And I was always kind of like looking for, I was always trying to like chase the dragon of like, what's the next (laughs) fun podcast I can do. And so like every once in a while, like I think pretty much as soon as Rachel and I became like friends, like real friends, I would just like occasionally be like, we should do a podcast. And then um, I left my full-time job and I was like, no, really, we should do a podcast. And I just like, we just started talking about it like in a real way. And then it, it like took shape after it being something that like, I would sort of just kind of be like, be like, oh, it'd be so cool if we could do this. And then neither of us really like pursued it. Yeah. I think it was like the, you quitting your full-time job and the pandemic happening was like a, both of those things gave us like, okay, now we've got some extra time on our hands. And, and beyond that, I think it also just came out of the fact that like we talk a ton and we just have 
strong opinions on a lot of things and, you know, want to share those opinions with the world. And so we were like, that's what we're going to build this podcast around. It's mostly about things we like and occasionally things we don't. So in the spirit of G thinks and in the spirit of, oh, I like that, I wanted to ask you guys a pointed question, not just to bring any random product to the show, but being in a group chat with you where we do do a, a secret snowman type thing, and we've done it two years in a row now, uh, I know you two to be very thoughtful and good gift givers. So I wanted to know what you bought for someone else uh, this holiday season that ended up being a hit. I want to hear about each of your choices. And then the two who are not sharing will ask the questions about each of your choices. So who wants, Rachel, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. All right, Rachel, what did you give? What was a hit? Tell us everything. Okay, this was actually a harder question than I expected, even though we were fresh off the holiday season. I was like, I can't name a single gift that I gave this year, <laughs> let alone one that's like a good one to recommend to people because I feel like I, I gave some gifts that I'm proud of, but not things that a bunch of people could easily go out and buy. Sure. Um, but I was chatting about it with my girlfriend and I realized like thinking about gifts that we gave together to other friends was like the right place to start thinking about it. And she brought up one of our favorite genres of item and online stores and also gifts to give, which is fake food. So uh, that is from displayfakefoods.com, <laughs> which is also like my favorite category of oh websites where it's like the name, the URL is exactly what they do. There's no confusion. Such good um, SEO. It's, yeah, it's great SEO. And I'm like, I trust you more because you're just telling me exactly what right. the thing is. You're not trying to be cute about it. This isn't like you're not making up a word with no vowels in it. Right. Like you tell me what you sell. I love to see it. So right. no um, fun fonts, just fake food. It, it I like that. Just yeah. fake foods. Display fake foods. So there's other places you can get them. But we discovered these, I think, probably in 2020 after a very bougie store near us has a bunch of fake foods like in their store as like it's part of their decor and kind of like of all different kinds. And then they started selling these um, like wine glasses that were spilling and they're super realistic looking. They have them in the store and they look like you see them and you're like, oh, no, that that cereal bowl is spilling over. That wine is spilling over. So um, but they're really pricey. And so we decided to dig around. I should also give credit to um, Amy Sedaris has a great home tour. And she has a lot of fake foods. And there's also a bunch of fake foods in her show at home with Amy Sedaris, which we both love. So fake foods was like, we were looking at it from all these different angles. I should also say that Japan is like the fake food capital of the world. This is an, mm. another incredible YouTube rabbit hole that I highly recommend going down. I can share some favorite videos in the show notes, but like they have elevated fake foods to an incredible art form. So like as much as I love displayfakefoods.com, I feel like it, we've only just scratched the surface of what fake foods can be. That's really cool. I'm reminded that I also am obsessed with um, – Japanese like gadget TikTok like mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. which is like a crazy place for me to go when my home is even remotely like out of order or needs organizing <laughs> because like oh my gosh the it there's all of this I literally like save every single one and then I want to like yeah. go look it up I feel like there <laughs> that there's like a fake food crossover there um yeah I, that's so cool I I would love you to send some links because I feel like Definitely. I could get into that place on YouTube. <laughs> so my girlfriend was like, I bet we can find the source for like where they're finding these like wholesale, like where they're getting them and maybe find them a little cheaper because they were fairly pricey. So she did a bunch of 
digging around on Google, managed to find display fake foods. I'm like 95% sure that's where this boutique is getting theirs. And we're just like, we're going to cut out the middleman and get them ourselves. So that kind of kicked off. Like we started buying them for ourselves. And then over time, I've also been giving them to people because they're very fun. You can obviously like personalize them to the recipient. So in the category of spills, there's also like a melting ice cream cone. Oh, I'm like, on the website it, it, right now. And yeah, like yeah. dying. <laughs> spills like, is a whole category. Dying. Oh, man, this is yeah. amazing. They are so realistic looking. So we have um, on her nightstand, there's like the full martini glass. And then on my nightstand is the martini spill, which like a hers and hers situation, Aww, which I, I, I really that. like. That's really um, nice. So to answer the question of a gift, the one that we that we gave this year that was a hit was um, a new friend of ours, Ryan, loves corn. Like that's a thing she's into. I don't even think she loves eating corn. She just likes corn as a thing. So we were like, okay, great. You're getting a fake corn cob then for like your birthday slash holiday present. Um, the corn was a huge hit, and uh, I'm like, and I like I said, I've given the ice cream cone before. I can't remember how many other fake foods we've given. I don't think either of you have ever received any fake foods from us. No, I haven't. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm know, honestly I'll feeling put, offended yeah, now. Like this is all I, I know, ever I'm, want <laughs> in life. Oh my god, they're so just like charming and silly, and we and now here's the other funny thing. This is now a gift that we have been receiving in other forms because people are like, hey, I heard you're into fake foods. So, for example, Ryan, the one who we got the corn for, for my birthday, and like we barely even knew each other yet when she gave me this this gift for my birthday, which was so charming. She gave me a teeny tiny cast iron pan that has a fake egg in it. Amazing. Cute. And then um, a friend of my girlfriend's gave her a beautiful set. It's like um, – Looks like a, it's like a jewelry box or kind of an anything box, but it's pancakes with like fruit on top that are just like so lovely. They they're and these and so now we have sort of like display fake foods are super lifelike. They are like the actual size of the food you'll find in the real world. Talk about the uh, one I gave you. Oh my god, yes, you gave us. <laughs> I was like, why are you putting yours? Um, you gave us a te- the teeny tiny cheese board, which was like a goddamn delight. It was so cute. We we it's a Christmas ornament, and that's what we're using it as. You were like, you can also just use it out and like display it. And I, it's a real toss up, but I decided like, let's go with the Christmas ornament because it's so perfect, so delightful. So that's the other thing too, is like you can get the realistic sizes from display fake foods, but you can also expand to miniatures, to jewelry boxes, to functional fake foods. Um, fake foods are just like a hit. They're sort of arbitrary and pointless, but also their point is bringing joy and looking so real. You're just like, is that a real cocktail shrimp that you've turned into a refrigerator magnet? No, it's from displayfakefoods.com. I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> First of all, this is a thing I didn't know about you. So that's interesting because <laughs> you learn new things every day uh, about your friends that you have literally, in quotes, spent every day with uh, for the last like two years. But never in, our, in my apartment where you could but see never, all these things. But never where I would see. Okay. Yeah. So the I am on this website right now. I mean, <laughs> I've just bookmarked it. It's now one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. It is so, um, they're very specific. We're not just talking about yeah. a fake loaf of bread. There's like fake Italian loaf, fake challah, fake ciabatta, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. any kind of bread. Um, uh, the, what I'm wondering, Rachel, mm-hmm. is the thing that I am, because now I've been on this site for three minutes and i am like i have uh, everything about <laughs> right. it mean, means so much to me but um <laughs> the prices really vary they do 
And why is, do you know why? Like, do you know, have any idea why? I, I have to imagine like the artistry involved varies and like some things are easier to create than others. So for example, we have often looked at like the turkey and the other meats and been like, we can't, we can't buy a ham. It's way too expensive. And like, where will we put it? Um, because I, so, and I assume that's also just bigger volume wise. So we usually stick to this sort of like, I don't know, definitely sub $30 and probably sub $20 range and like things that could fit very comfortably in a shoebox or smaller. And mm-hmm. I think the bigger you go, it probably gets pricier. And also if you're like, I want the, you know, if you want an egg, you know, that's affordable. If you want a whole diner plate with eggs, bacon, you know, like toast, the whole thing, it's probably going to be more. So I think it's kind of like you get what you pay for, like, and and you get like, if you want something more realistic within these categories of foods, it's probably a little bit more. There's also like scenes, like there's, I'm looking at right now, like a crystal uh, brandy decanter with two snifters that have brandy in them, an wow. ashtray and two cigars, like <laughs> wow. lit cigars in the ashtray. Right, it like looks things awesome. happened here. Like things happened yeah. here. I don't think I've seen that one actually. It's telling a story. I mean, it granted is. it's $200, but like that seems right to me. <laughs> I think that seems yeah, I mean, that's low, like, <laughs> like a deal. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Um, I think they do a lot of props and things for movies and like I think they do supplies for like bakery display cases and things like that. I think there's a thing on their site that's like you want a custom item, we'll work with you. They also have a trophies section, which is like <laughs> a, is, it just, you know, uh, raises more questions than it does answers. But I think if you like want to get a trophy made for like a hot dog eating contest or some other kind of food related contest, they can make that for you. So Obviously, my dream is to someday be rich enough to be able to commission something specific. And um, I don't know what it would be, but like I want to have I want to be in a place in life where both there's an obvious answer to that question and I can afford to have it made. And it brings like delight and joy to whoever the recipient is. Wow. This is I can see like amazing. Oh, sorry, Caroline. No, no, I'm just I'm just like (laughs) like just having a moment with this website. Um, (laughs) I know a rapturous moment. (laughs) I I was going to say. I think like it would be cool to like send in a photo of like a memorable meal you had Mm. and be like, can you recreate this? And Mm -hmm. I'm sure it would be if the brandy and cigars thing was $200, that would probably be like thousands of dollars. But I don't know. Maybe that's like instead of buying a car, we get a really nice custom food thing. It would last forever too. Like a meal costs $200 and it's gone, but an exact replica of that meal last forever so so I think the price true. is worth it <laughs> so I, true i'm definitely gonna bring this up with your girlfriend rachel because uh i know that you guys had a nice and very memorable date at don angie um and mm-hmm. then she recreated the meal for i think new year's eve for you this year mm-hmm. i'm gonna slip her the idea that she, she should get a custom, like, <laughs> lasagna roulette right. situation yeah, happening. Yeah. <laughs> this is um the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I, of course, in true me fashion, I want all of it. But what I really want is I, I want to be the people who make these. Like, I know. This looks like I know. so much fun. Um, I know. This looks like a pandemic project that I could really really grab by the balls because yeah i don't know how where you start on something like this but like the intricacies of like putting sesame seeds on a burger bun feels Mm -hmm. so therapeutic to me that i'm like i need to discover how to do this at home 
So I think there's like different routes because if you know, I've been on fake food YouTube and somewhat on TikTok and there's a really incredible video of I think it's like a fake cabbage or bok choy being made that you're like you're watching and you're like, this can't possibly what are you doing? And then like there's this moment where you're just like, oh, my God, they they fucking did it. And it's incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll send you that. We can like link to it as well. Um, but then there's also like a really great I think I think she works with ceramics or like a clay of some sort that like she makes fake foods that way and they don't look quite like this which are like the most realistic things I've ever seen but they're really close and watching her like paint individual beans on like a picnic plate that she's made and it's entirely like white clay is so satisfying and so impressive so I think there's probably ways you could get into it with that I'm also sort of related to having hobbies and fake foods, I'm starting to get into knitting objects now. That's my like goal for 2022. And I also recently came across it. My girlfriend sent this to me, um, like a, a knitted breakfast that I was like, oh, I there's a whole world of knitting that I like, who needs sweaters when you can make a little fake piece of toast and bacon? Like that's what I'm going to be knitting next. Right. Yeah. When I say that you guys are hobbyists, I mean, like Rachel picked up knitting during right like during the pandemic yeah during, yeah yeah yeah. and Last like year. when i quote unquote picked up knitting what it produced was like half a scarf and like three temper <laughs> tantrums and you have knit <laughs> and you have knit your dog like multiple outfits for multiple events like, like <laughs> and he hates all of and them. he hates all of them but he doesn't understand that how amazing that is like I don't <laughs> my hobbies in this two-year span have produced nothing tangible so I think that's like really incredible but I would love like I had messaged you when I saw that you had knit the bird and I said oh that would make a really good ornament if you started an Etsy store of knit food <laughs> I would buy you out um, ornaments wow. I, immediately. That's a promise. That's an okay. I. That's an IOU. <laughs> that's a that's a verbal agreement <laughs> to, to give you my right, money. Well, my my hope is for by you know October November that I'm going to be good enough at making birds and little foods that I can give everyone ornaments this year as a gift so nice. i'm all maybe i'll have maybe i'll get good enough at it that you can buy my whole stock to give to everyone you know I, I will that's very optimistic but now i'm i have a, i have something to work toward <laughs> please feel incentivized because i, I absolutely do. I very, mean it i, <laughs> I feel I very motivated love this so much i'm on the bread page uh i'm thinking this um this is a gift that i would love to give emily fleischaker for her birthday i feel like yeah, this is a I think real she would really appreciate it emily fleischaker gift um so emily hope you're not listening yeah. but you're getting some fake food for your birthday this year uh this Even is if just she fun. is it'll be like a surprise to find out what you choose for her that's the thing like there's so many possibilities you can go yes. back and get more it's it, i love this as a gift now the last thing i wanted to ask was i remember i saw and I think I might have just texted it to you, Rachel, the baguette lamp. Yes. Is I wondered if you were going to mention that. Yeah. Is this a Venn diagram? Is this sort of like the same? What are, is it the same? Do you know any? Because I was like, oh, my gosh, look at this. And you were like, we have that. And I was like, geez. We do have that. Yeah. We have the little <laughs> croissant lamp. That yes. was actually, I think, probably the first thing that we got that felt it's weird because that is obviously fake food that is incredibly realistic, but I like put it in a separate category because it's a lamp. And so it feels different to me. Whereas like these are just like we have a loaded baked potato that sits on our credenza that offers nothing but delight. But it doesn't, joy, it doesn't right. light up the room. Literally, it does yeah. metaphorically. So but we do have the. I, I don't think they're related. I think that the the um 
the like bread lamp company is just a totally different thing. So because that's the thing, there's other places to get fake food in different forms that if you do a little searching, like there's one website that has like a million different kinds of sushi and just like endless possibilities. So dig around and kind of you can definitely find other versions out there and probably turn some of these fake foods into things like maybe a lamp if you know how to do that. But I think you can make them part of bigger art projects too, if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm not working with electricity yet, but maybe on year four of coronavirus, (laughs) I'll be getting into engineering. Um, That is an incredible uh, gift. I also imagine getting a gift like that, especially like as a new friend, would make you feel very seen and very Mm -hmm. understood. And I'm wondering if there's a short, quick backstory to how you learned that your new friend loved corn so much <laughs> that they would appreciate a cor- a fake corn on the cob. Also, I just think- like shout out to that friend for having an interest in something that's not like Agreed. branded or yeah. like associated with like a la- it's, it's just, just like, like corn. corn. <laughs> the yeah. food corn. <laughs> I don't want to misquote, but I think that this came up because um, this new friend and my girlfriend work together. And I believe that they were in some kind of a like you know, we're we're doing team bonding in an annoying way. And everybody has to like, share three things that represent them. And, or, or I think it was even more annoying than that, that the company sent everybody Legos, and you were supposed to b- use the Legos to build something that represents you. So also, if anyone knows a kid who Honestly. needs a big set of Legos, I would love to donate them <laughs> to somebody who wants them. And if you're a boss them. out there, don't ever fucking do that. Please don't, don't ever do loser that. Loser yeah. shit. That is loser shit. So I, it sucks. So I think that... I think that the new friend and my girlfriend were both like, we're not going to build something out of Lego. So they both were like, I'm just going to like show you something that represents me or like pull, pull a few images, make a little board and like talk about why these things represent me. And so that's how like th- our friend shared corn with her coworkers <laughs> as a like, this is a thing I love. I think it was like corn, maybe a character from SpongeBob and like something else ridiculous and funny and silly. Um, but you know that. what? Like this, this has led to a deeper level of bonding between two coworkers. So I think as much as I hate to admit it, I think that this bonding activity was a success. It taught us that Ryan likes corn. You know, bonding activities are only good because it helps you seek out the other people who also think that the activity is bullshit. And then you can like Mm -hmm. really find a friend and being like, what the (laughs) fuck did they want us to do? I also love the idea that maybe the corn thing was like a whole ruse and now they're, they're just like totally <laughs> in on corn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rachel, I love that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I love that. I love <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. I think that like fake food as a personality is actually like pretty cool. So like if one day I were to come over and it was just like everywhere on every surface, (laughs) that would be cool. Whereas like a sports team, like no offense to your listeners who are really big sports fans, Caroline, but like, I I feel like that's less cool than than fake food. You know what I mean? None taken. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking like, (laughs) will it become a personality? A hundred percent. First of all, I'm also, the group chats, uh, Venn diagram is just a slinky of circles. Yes. Oh, I'm another like, but I'm also like I'm, niche interests. <laughs> yes. I'm also in, in stuck in a group chat <laughs> with my husband and Sally, <laughs> who both love 76ers. And they're always talking about the intricacy. Like, well, in 1986, we got the first draft pick at 7 10 p.m. And Dan's like, I know. And it was so great. And I'm like, I don't know what anyone's talking about. But I really think that that fake food. 
And I have Dan, our house is full of 76ers things like in different little tiny corners. But I think that getting into fake food is like a cool, like a cool girl. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like cool. That's cool girl stuff. No, you know, I appreciate that. I think fake that's food right. can be anybody's sport is what I'm saying. So if you want to fill I, your house. I like the way you're thinking. I yeah. like that. I just want to clarify that I like I'm not imposing arbitrary limits on fake food. I think that like as queer people, we have an affinity for tchotchkes. And that means that open space is, you know, at a premium. And there's just not enough room for all the things that we'd like to display in a New York City apartment. Um, So because we've also gotten really into wooden birds this year. So like we need space for the birds and the foods. And so the conversation that we were having was was me kind of being like, I think we need to like I'm not saying we can't rotate foods out seasonally. I just think that on any given day, I think sort of like one to two fake foods per room, which is a lot of fake foods. Now I'm just remembering, I should have mentioned earlier, my girlfriend gave me an incredible Tory Burch lettuce candle for Christmas in this genre, which is based on lettuceware, which is like a whole thing. It's like a type of um, like dish that is like very, 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 very expensive and also incredibly kitschy and ridiculous. Like it's like a, imagine a bowl that's like made out of romaine lettuce leaves. Um, but Tory Burch like did a collaboration with the makers of lettuceware to have this. So I'm just, so like our collection is growing is my point because I'm like forgetting all the pieces that we have. And so my feeling is like we have like the martinis in the bedroom and like in the living room we have the croissant lamp, the lettuce candle the baked potato, the kitchen, we have the magnets. So like we're, we're filling up surfaces. I just want to, I don't want to overdo it. I want it to feel like a, a pop every time you see it, a delight every time you see it yeah. versus just like a shelves crammed with like totally. stacks of bread. Each so. purchase <laughs> pointed and meaningful. I, yes, bef- exactly. Before we go to Sally's item as the token straight woman, it, it, along with Terry in our chats, but also just here, what do you mean we're queer and we're into tchotchkes? <laughs> well, I, 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 honestly, I feel like this with all of my women friends who are gay, they're always like, oh, yeah, and long crew neck T-shirts. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it, this is not a thing I have only heard from you guys. Like, I get it from Madison. I get it from other, like, Katie. I get it from other women. Like, everyone's like, and everyone knows we love white picture frames. And I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so explain, explain as queer women, we love tchotchkes, please. Because as a straight, as not all queer women, because this straight woman also loves tchotchkes. I'm just interested wait, in Caroline, that. Aren't you Jewish? I'm mm. half Jewish. Does that... Is that a crossover? There you go. Okay. Yeah. We love tchotchkes. I would, You're because, right. Uh, you know, like I am. Um, well, Rachel, I'll let you speak on the queer I was, people. I, actually, I was going to let you. I was going to let you tag in here because I I need, I don't actually have a grand unified theory of why queer people love tchotchkes. I just know that like this is one of those accepted facts of queerness. I'm say it and, and can't back it up. I get it. I get it. Well, okay. I, wow. I, I, <laughs> I, well, I don't wow. know. Like, a silencing a queer woman yeah. of color. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Take that out of the episode, please. Thank you. Yeah, Sally. You don't have to. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course. Explain how my Judaism comes into play with the tchotchkes um well i so i definitely don't have a grand unified theory but i just think about like the every home i've been to where a jewish woman lives um there's just a lot i mean tchotchkes you know what i mean like the word tchotchkes like there's just tchotchkes everywhere you know Mm. um and so i don't know i just i feel like as far as the queer thing like i don't have a grand unified theory either but like I think having having a like an aesthetic and 
uh, a distinct like feeling about how you want your space to look. Um, not that like people who aren't queer can't have that. I'm, I'm sure they can. Um, <laughs> but like maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think it's about like chashkis are very often camp i think and sure. and and like have a, a really designed defined like style pers- like point of view there they represent sort of like um i don't know connections to people that are meaningful or art that are meaningful or just like things you like and like this is all you know the food is just like a thing you like it's not deeper than that but it is it does have that element of camp to it and like art that i think is is part of it so i'm gonna i'm gonna work on this grand unified theory but those, those are my guesses. I love this. I love fake food. I'm I think maybe I, the, I'm making a little internal list of the things that are calling to me. And for my nightstand table, I'm thinking maybe the um, the shrimp cocktail is really I love the shrimp cocktail. Yeah, that's that's it's mm-hmm. speaking to me in, in ways yep. that I have not been spoken to in many moons. Um, <laughs> thank you, Rachel, for sharing. That's a perfect, I just, I, I, I feel that uh, displayfakefoods.com is going to get an uptick in traffic after this episode. So. Goes they deserve it. Yeah, I love <laughs> get it. On their mailing list. They do sales sometimes. You'll oh get a gosh. like pre 4th of July, like 10% off all like burgers and hot dogs, oh, things like that. So um, yeah. Um, oh, that rules. That rules. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Sa- <laughs> Sally, what, what about you? What was a, a hit gift? that you gave this year uh who'd you give it to how'd you come up with the idea let's hear it okay my hit gift is like as boring as rachel's was dynamic and delightful (laughs) um don't don't sell yourself short here do not okay okay well here's the thing i got actually rachel and her girlfriend they were the recipients of this gift and it was a roadside emergency kit for their car Um, because they're now car owners. And I'm really into like safety, um, (laughs) just as a rule. (laughs) And one of the, one of my like greatest fears is like car trouble, stranded, like whatever, like starve to death, freeze to death, get murdered, like whatever. And like, in my mind, it's like, if you have the, the kit, uh, anything that comes up, you'll be prepared for and you won't die in your car. Um, so yeah, so that's what I got. And I, I bought one for us a few years ago. I did a lot of research. I'm like a big researcher before buying things, Mm -hmm. um, person. And there's a lot of different roadside kits out there, folks, (laughs) but like, I, I really recommend doing your research because I think there are some things that like they should all have and not all of them do. So what did you go, which one did you go with? So I went with the um, Everlit Roadside Assistance Kit. Um, and the thing that I wanted it to have for sure, I feel like this is so fucking boring. Um, this isn't boring. This, and I t- I'm not telling boring. you it's I, not boring. Okay. It's really it's not. not boring. Also, Caroline also likes car safety and has like made a lot of recommendations for us. Oh, so great. Like, this okay, is, okay, okay. Yeah, keep your good. I have, a ba- okay, good. I have a go bag in my car. So and then I also yeah. have. Right, a, okay. So we're no, we're good. We're on the same page here. I'm looking okay, at it right I, now. I, I'm at, I'm at home. Okay, yeah. good. So basically, like, um, I I lived for like one winter in like a very small town in Montana, like very small, it was like 200 people, and I realized there that if you get stranded like on an icy road or whatever or in the snow, like you do not have cell service. This was like 10 years ago, and so it's like you didn't have cell service. You it was really slippery. It was dark. Like it's dark. I don't know if you guys know 
about the about Montana, but it's dark there. Um, <laughs> not a lot of lights in small towns in the mountains. Um, and so I became sort of obsessed with like winter car safety. So I always like my car safety things to have kits to have emergency blankets, which are like those foil things. Um, mm. And also like uh, in winter, you guys ever notice, shout out to winter car drivers, um, especially like Hondas do this, your air pressure goes down when it gets cold yeah. and the, the light comes on. So it turns out that there's this thing you can buy. I have one like outside of my emergency kit. It's called Slime. That's the, the brand is called Slime, S-L-I-M-E. And what it is, is basically an automatic like air compressor. So you basically, if you ever have low tires, you attach it to the nozzle and you tell it how many pounds of pressure and you just press a button and it like fills it up, which is really good to have in cold weather because low pressure in your tires, you know, you can get a flat, all that kind of stuff. But like, you also don't want to have to take your car in every time you have that, or maybe you're traveling and so you can't. So this kit has a portable air compressor, a hand crank flashlight. I love emergency things that don't require power or electricity. Right. Um, gloves, first aid kit. I love a first aid kit. Um, and I feel like Rachel is the kind of person that maybe already has a first aid kit, but like you can have a car specific first aid kit. Then you don't you have to should. like remember to bring it with you. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, jumper cables, of course. Um, a warning triangle, which I've never actually used, but I've always like wanted to, you know, the thing you put out when you're like mm-hmm. fixing your car by the yeah. side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just, and then it has like cable ties and bungee cords and gloves and PVC tape and like useful stuff. Um, and so I just, I actually had bought them a different gift, which I'm now realizing never arrived. Like I ordered something and then I realized that they didn't have, I asked them, I was like, Rachel, do you have a car emergency kit? And she said, no. So then I was like, okay, I'm canceling that other gift. I'll give it to them later. <laughs> I'm going to give them this. That gift never came. I have to reach out to Madewell and see what's up. But like, um, okay, I feel like you're yeah. like sort of downplaying the exchange. Like you just like sort of no context for this. If I recall correctly, you were like, hey, do you guys have a car emergency kit? And I was like, no, we don't. You, you were like, do you, uh, I said, like, we have a shovel, but we don't have a proper car emergency kit. And you're like, say no more. I'm canceling your Christmas gift and getting you this instead. And I was like, great. That sounds actually perfect. Um, I'm going to like troll Caroline for a second here and just be like, as queer people, yeah. we really like safety. I, <laughs> I feel like I know. We I do, know, though. So we, have a whole, we have a whole episode of Oh, I Like That about safety. And I feel like the, the safety lesbians are a thing and I just want to make sure that anyone listening who's like huh I'm queer and I also love safety um feels seen and heard um we so that I, I feel like yeah I'm happy um, for everyone Sally is, if if anyone is gonna buy me something safety related and car safety related like Sally is the person I would trust to do that because like of every reason she just listed this is very a very good gift I realized also like so because we have a go bag in our in my car that's like i have the judy go bag um mm-hmm. which is very cute but it's it's for west coast right you know, it's right, west right. coast like centric yeah. yeah i don't mm-hmm. expect in la to ever be caught well unless you're erica girardi and it's snowing it's in true. pasadena and, her, and your yeah, car and sally right. will explain that joke to you later <laughs> that, that's real housewives but um i was gonna say that's either a housewife or like uh, I won't say the other thing it's I was thinking. Hashtag <laughs> just housewives things. Uh, but I al- I feel very good about it in the car because um, the the hope is that you'll never really need to use it, but you don't want to be in a place where 
you need it and you don't have it. And on that same note, my parents are also very practical people. Uh, kind of what I was saying earlier about how my mom like just doesn't like stuff. And so every time I have to give them a gift, it has to be like useful. And one of the things that I bought them this year um, in the same vein is a uh, jumper battery that doesn't require another car's battery to jump your car. So you charge it in your house and um, just put it in the back of your car. And when you need a jump, you like turn it on, you plug the jumper cables in and your car gets jumped. And it's one of those things that I have used twice in the three years I've had it. But every time I, both of those times, I'm so happy to have it because jumper cables mean nothing if there is no other car. Right, Um, right, totally. So my parents were really into that, but it was a thing I didn't really even know existed until my car needed a jump in Brooklyn and my cousin was like, oh, yeah, we have this, like, like little block. I'll just bring it over to you. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, the <laughs> the things that you th- – there's been a, a lot of strides, I think, in in mm-hmm. technology for car safety that you're not thinking about. Um, Sally, this sparked something from my childhood. Was there any – I know you had talked about small-town Montana, but you were an adult then. Was there anything from your childhood that made you nervous about – potentially being stranded in your car for a long period of time. It's funny you ask that because the answer is not really, but I have this memory of being like nine and my dad was taking me to see the Red Sox in Boston, which was like two and a half hours from where we lived. And I was like completely obsessed with the idea that like we were going to run out of gas and like be stranded <laughs> and like die out there somehow. Like as if between going from like New Haven, Connecticut to Boston, like it's like you wouldn't pass a gas just, station. You would never pass. Like it's not civil. Sa- there's no one that we would just die. We would just perish because mm-hmm. there's no one to save us. And I was like asking him, asking him obsessively, like, how do you know the car's not going to run out of gas? And he was like, it just won't. I promise. And I, I just was seized with such a terror. Do not know where this came from. I need some sort of like hypnosis, like regression therapy <laughs> to bring it out. But like, for whatever reason, it's been like a a thing that has always like really freaked me out. And, and I, my, my, I feel a little bit like a conspiracy theorist about it because like, you know how people who like think the earth is flat or whatever, are, they, they like want everyone else to know that. Cause it's like, they're like, how can you not know this? Like, this is really important. Like, it's hurting you that you don't know this very real thing. Mm -hmm. That's sort of how I feel about safety. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) why? Like you, you all are not paying attention to this really important thing. And, and actually like Rachel is a very safety forward person, Mm -hmm. but like there are, so many people in my life who don't think as much (laughs) about safety as I do. Like we have these things that you can like, these like ladders you can throw out the window in case like the house is on fire, Mm -hmm. like all that kind of shit. And I know that like a lot of people are like, yeah, but it's probably not going to happen. What are the odds? And if it does, you would like to have the ladder there. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what, And well, you know, Sally, Rachel, when she first came on the show, brought a book called Home Comforts. And one of the posts, the one of the parts of the book that she focused on during her episode was how to keep your house safe if you're like walking around at nighttime. And then, and when <laughs> she said that, I was like, holy shit, I've literally never thought about this before in my life. But it was like your home. It, I remember, Rachel, you saying like your home is actually one of the most dangerous places in the world. And I was like, ah! 
Um, so I knew that safety was a thing. And so it's re- again, like from fake food to car safety to know your friends mm-hmm. in a way that's like, I'm, I'm going to get you a car safety pack. And, and this is something that she's going to really love, appreciate, and also need, I think is like the perfect gift. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, I, I also I think like I am a safety forward person, but I obviously had a blind spot here because I barely drive around New York. And uh, like when I like I haven't really driven in a New York winter. Um, I'm from Michigan. So I like am con- like I'm aware of like the you know what it's like to drive in the winter and I'm and mindful of that. But I like didn't have a car safety kit. So I would say yet like it was on my radar, but was not something I was like pursuing very aggressively. Like if we were taking a trip this winter, I would have like probably gotten to it. But you know, just wasn't there yet. So I feel like you need somebody who's looking out for you to make sure that you are don't have any, you know, things you're missing when it comes to your safety coverage. And that, you know, this also like, again, like Sally texted me like a year ago and was like, hey, do you guys have fire extinguishers just like out of the blue? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, she was like, I was checking ours. And I just wanted to make sure you guys had them. I the one thing I haven't done yet, which I think of it, I have a monthly reminder to check. You have to you're supposed to check your fire extinguisher once a month just to make sure it's all full and in working order. And I have a calendar alert that comes up every month. And like every time it comes up, I think like, about texting Rachel to be like, you should check your phone. I'm like, you know what? No, because, you know, Rachel is already safety forward. She's not someone I have to do this with. It's, it's okay. Let Rachel live her life. But I do, I am like sort of evangelical about safety. Um, in part because of that thing of like wanting more people to like care about it, but also because my affliction is, not just like being scared that something bad is going to happen to me, but that something bad is going to happen to the people I love. Mm -hmm. And so I have to like, you know, obsess about it. Yeah. I'm similar. And like, you know, I, I like talk about like, we own a car, we took a long road trip, you know, we took a couple road trips last year, I drive around here now, but like, I have a lot of anxiety about cars, I think they're actually really dangerous. And, and so like, I've talked about like driving and my fears about driving in therapy. Um, So I'm like, very much a person who worries about other people and myself and like feel nervous about driving. And so having a car safety kit, I'm like, I, I don't know why I didn't think of the sooner. Also, like in Virginia, two weeks ago, people were stranded yes. on the highway for what was like 19 hours, which is one of the wildest things I've heard in a long time. And so I'm just like, if that didn't make everyone want to make sure that their car is stocked, even beyond the safety kit, I think we're going to get waters and we're going to get some foods to keep in yeah. there. There was a pretty good New York Times article about like what to do if you're stranded in your car um, in, in sort of a situation like that where like you're surrounded by other people. You're not alone on a dark Montana road, but it's like still very scary and you want to feel secure. And so I'm excited to build upon this this starter kit that we have now. Yeah, I, that it actually came up, I think, in the G Things Facebook group because there was somebody who lived nearby but was home but was watching all of these people on roads that she knew 
be stranded and be like, what do I put like, what should I put in my car? And everyone was giving these ideas and there were like some really good ideas. And it's just like something as simple as like go to Costco and buy like granola bars and just keep Mm -hmm. like, I don't just keep like a tote bag of like a a fully charged, you know, phone battery so that you don't have to use your car's juice. If you have to turn off your car, like a blanket, a sweatshirt, socks, a hat, like anything, Mm -hmm. like all Mm -hmm. of that stuff that won't take up a lot of room. You can just shove it in a corner of your car and that's the end of it. Um, But yeah, water, uh, like even like cutlery, like if you have food Mm. or like just to have it there. um, I don't know, like a scarf. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I was reading a Reddit post of this guy who was stuck in that traffic jam, not traffic jam, whatever it was in Virginia mm-hmm. power outage. What was it? Actually? It was a snowstorm, and they just didn't have a the infrastructure storm. to like clear roads in time, so everyone was just right, like, then, like sitting think, there. Yeah, um, and he was like kind of going through hour by hour, like what he didn't have and everything. And one of the things that absolutely haunted me was him saying that, like, finally after like twenty hours, he was able to get out of it and get to a supermarket, but everyone had. Oh. who was stuck had already been there and so the shelves were totally cleaned out and even the bathroom didn't have toilet paper and i was just like Ugh. can you imagine being stuck for like you know 20 hours and then you go somewhere and not only is there no food but the bathroom is like not it's like i yeah. i mean what you know life finds a way like you figure it out but like <laughs> i just i feel like you know toilet paper is a great thing or, you know tissues or whatever yeah. like you know, wet wipes, you know, just like hygiene things, I think yeah. are great to also keep around. Yeah. There is a, it's really smart. a thing that um, came up a few times, but it, it came up, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, when people really would like drive places, but didn't want to stop and pee at like a gas station or like a rest stop or whatever. And so they'd be <clears throat> like, you know, squatting on the side of the road or whatever. But there are these things, these like funnels. Um, and a lot of times like, uh, trans men will use them because you can just like literally like push them up against your vagina and then you just can pee standing up. And it's like, that is actually a perfect thing to have in your car. Um, it's a great call. If you have a Mm -hmm. vagina and, and you usually pee sitting down because, I have used one before. A lot of people take it camping with them. It's just Mm -hmm. easier to pee. You pee, it shoots out away from you. Squatting can be sort of, you know, a choreographed dance that you might not want to dance. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I honestly, like, I'll say it. I have no shame. Constantly, I just, for some reason, I pee on myself every time. And so it's like this whole thing. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do it. I tried it like once in like, uh, camping or hiking or something and I, I was like th- this is not this is no. what I just did was basically wet my pants I could have just done yeah. this inside yeah. and saved myself <laughs> a trip. Like, yeah. I don't just I don't get pants. how people do it yeah, I don't yeah. either. my body doesn't move in that way mm-hmm. and and so this like little funnel thing and I'll link it it's like amazing it's like $13 mm-hmm. and then you have it and I used it I, we have one um because I used it to try out to talk about it on the podcast and i used it like maybe two months ago and we stopped on the side of the road and it is literally like when you think about penis privilege of (laughs) of being able to open your fly and stick your dick out and just like piss in a stream away from you unfair truly unfair and in that moment i felt powerful because i was like (laughs) this should be afforded to all of us um the entire world is your toilet and you don't have to touch any like surfaces like you're just out there in nature as all men believe 
to be true. The entire world <laughs> in is different in many toilet. ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, in many different areas. I don't know if you guys were Babysitters Club fans, but there mm-hmm. was a book called Babysitters Club. It was one of their like super books, like the bigger ones, and uh-huh. it was about a snowstorm. And Stacy was stuck in a snowstorm in her car on the way home from the mall. And as we all know, Stacy has diabetes, and so she needed mm-hmm. her sugar. Uh, her levels were not getting, her, you know, blood sugar was low. That was the childhood thing for me that turned me yeah. on to car safety because I was like, if this can happen to Stacey McGill in Stony Brook, Connecticut, who knows, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm going to be yep. dealing with. So mm-hmm. that's why the granola bars came up. I'm like, you could go get granola <laughs> bars because I'm like, Stacey needed a granola bar. She did not Stacey have access to one. Yeah. <laughs> now every time I have one, I'm like, it's an homage to Anna and Martin. Um, that's that's probably one other one last thing is probably take keeping a couple days worth of like any medicine you rely on is yes. probably mm, like a good call. That's a good idea. Keep yeah. in the car. And if you I guess have if you're a- traveling, you'd have it on you. But if you get stuck, yeah. But if, but yeah. also like if you're not, I don't know. Like I think a thing a thing that happened in Virginia was it, it's not just about traveling. Like sometimes, right? It just comes out of nowhere and you can't get home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend um, Emiliana uh, had said something like over the there was a freak snowstorm now i can't even remember if it was like october 2020 or 2021 i think it was 2020 but like it snowed in october and no one in new york was prepared you guys would remember this i guess more than i would but it took her two hours to get a mile and a half and it's like if you like are not prepared for that like even two hours when you're just thinking, oh, I'm going 10 minutes up the road. Right. Is sometimes call for like if you don't have enough gas in your car, if you don't have any right. water, if you have to pee. So, you know, it's always good to have backup. And like you said, Sally, like, yeah, best case scenario, you don't have to use the ladder. But like, damn, wouldn't you be happy mm-hmm. to have one <laughs> if you had to right. get out the window? Yeah. I mean, this actually what you were just saying, Caroline, brings up like, here's my childhood like safety thing, which is um, when I was in fifth grade, my mom got rear ended when she was driving home and she worked like an hour from home. So this car accident happened like very far from us. And um, it they totaled her car like she was fine, but the car was totaled and she was like standing on the side of the highway. You know, this was like 1995. So, you know, the cell phone situation was different. And like, so it took longer to get help. But um, you know, she was wearing a little fleece jacket because she just like thought she was going to be in her car, like making this drive. And so ever since then, whenever I would want to leave the house to go somewhere without a warm enough coat on, like, and I would be like, we're just going to the mall. Like, I don't need my heavy coat because like, I'm not going to be outside that long. She would always say, you never know when you're going to be walking down a road somewhere. And right. like, that's burned in my brain is like, if you don't want to wear the thing, you should at least bring the thing or have something in your car. Like, you just never know when you're going to be walking down a road somewhere. And I think about that, like, even in the summer or whenever, like you just sort of never know. And so it's it's always better to like take less chances and do what you can to prepare ahead of time because you just like kind of never know when you're going to be stuck, you know, on a subway without power or in your car in the heat or whatever, like have some extra things around just with like the current climate, like literally climate. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and weather events that keep happening. I think it's like extra important to be diligent about it. I think one of the things that talk about going to a dark place. One of the things about 9-11 that like really hit, hit, I think about all the time are all the people who had to evacuate their buildings and just walk and they had to walk like miles and the and the women who were doing it in heels or barefoot or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I mean, I was 14 and 
when I started full-time working, you know, like a decade later, like I always kept like a pair of comfortable shoes in my office because I like just, you just don't want to be in a situation where like you have truly like fucked yourself by your like aesthetic choices. Um, (laughs) The same with like the coat though. Like, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, this coat doesn't like go with this outfit. And like 30 minutes later, you're on the side of the freeway freezing and you're like, well, who cares? Well, we really went in a lot of different directions here. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed it. Sally, can you let everybody know? I know you said it was Everlit. It was, is it from Amazon? Is oh, yeah. Everlit like a set? Like how much does it cost? Just like those basics. And I will definitely, of course, include a link for everyone. But yeah, if you have a car, get a safety kit. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Get a safety kit and, you know, just get in touch with me directly if you yeah. want recommendations <laughs> on what it should include. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's it's the Everlit Roadside Assistance Kit. Uh, I got it on Amazon, and it's sixty nine ninety five. I'm just and you thinking, can go no go ahead like, go ahead high go high like don't let me stop you from springing for the like hundred and fifty dollar kit that has like <laughs> five of everything for everyone in your family and also like all kinds of other extras and bells and whistles. Like please just you know lean into this car safety thing and don't forget if you have pets. Cack a little mm. bit of extra pet stuff. I always keep a little bit of Lottie's food and like a few pee pads just in case. Yep. Um, also, did you know that there are like certain carriers that like don't protect your... I, now I'm like, I have to worry about cat safety now because there's like carriers that like you uh, won't withstand a crash or whatever. That's a whole other thing. Do I you, mean, does, I put Lottie in a, in a car seat, like not like a kid's car seat, but it's like a box uh, with like a leash yeah. harness. And it's yep. like a whole thing. I Chuck, like when we drive, Chuck is always like belt. He's in a carrier that's belted in. I like every time I see a, a, a pet just like in there in loose. people's cars, I'm just like, <laughs> a loose you, oh, you don't have the same anxiety that I do. No, absolutely. Um, Lottie's like yeah, strapped definitely. in like a straight jacket against the car. Uh, oh, my God. I didn't know that. Like, I oh, didn't yeah. realize until now that we have cats, I've done, I've done some research on cat safety. And one of the things is like the right kind of carrier. Yeah. It yeah. never, it never, it true safety truly never ends. Um, it doesn't. And I, Sally, I'm kind of imagining now. Remember, like OnStar, where like if you got in a car crash, oh, and this was kind yeah, of before cell phones, and you would just like press your rearview mirror, and they'd be like, "Hey, we saw that you like just tumbled down a." Cl-. I imagine it being like on Sal, where you just press a star, and <laughs> Sally gets on the phone and is like, "Do you have your band aids? Do you have the triangle lighter to put?" Um, That's the dream. I would do mm-hmm. that like for free. Well, that should like, be. The mm, next pivot. You should. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think you should start a safety newsletter, Sally. Oh, I think it'd be I really know. good. No, I sh- you're totally right. I should. I like I Rachel and I were talking about how like if if more publications had like a safety vertical, I could that's like the kind of like writing and editing I could do. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe with the pandemic and like climate disasters, maybe like more brands will lean into safety content. But if not, like I I think like don't wait. Like you have a voice, you have something to say. I think you start that blog and get that out there. I, okay, fair enough. I Safety completely for not, it's like agree. Not, it, mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Like, People what are you waiting for? for? This literally, like, they, this was like a whole a half hour of all three of us being like, nine eleven taught me, and my mom taught me, and like, uh, like right, the, yeah. the cat. We're can't... like a generation of preppers. Yeah, that is so like true. get out in front of us. Yeah. tell us what to buy. Exactly. We need this. Everything bad has it's happened true. to us, so we yeah, need it's more. Truly. And, 
And I, I feel like the market is really crowded with like true prepper shit, yeah, which is uh-huh. like, you know, bunker and 25 years worth of food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like, I think this is this is the happy medium between like no preparation and, you know, you, you're preparing for like a imminent apocalypse. Yeah, agree. I think there's something there for sure. Um, wow. I really I'm so happy about this episode. Guys, thank you so much for coming to G Thanks Just Bought It. I really feel like we are about to start a um, fake food supply issue and also like a safety gear supply issue. Um, (laughs) For listeners who want to continue listening to you guys and following on your various social platforms, uh, let everyone know where they can find you. Rachel, why don't you go ahead? Okay, so... You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore R-E-W-M. But the best place to find me is actually my blog, which is justgoodshit.com. And every week I write a newsletter and do a post that has just like what I'm into this week, what I've written, what I've listened to and cooked and watched. So that's kind of my home base and a good place to find me. Nice. Sally? And you can find our podcast, Oh, I Like That, wherever you listen to podcasts. It comes out every other week, and it's a good time. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Sally T. And you can also, if you are a fan of the 2004 noir mystery teen dramedy Veronica Mars, you can read my weekly newsletter. Uh, uh, There is a link in my Twitter bio. Uh, and it's a good time. It's fun. Caroline, star editor, helped me launch it. I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was a thing I should do. And Caroline really helped me. So thank Definitely you. Definitely all Veronica Mars content. I'll also link to everything in the show notes so that you guys have an easy time finding um, Sally and Rachel. I will say that I know we have some Veronica Mars heads uh, who listen to the podcast because I posted about a Lifetime movie that Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin starred in together. And I was like, wow, I had no idea this existed. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Mr. and Mrs. Eccles. And I was like, yes. Yeah. So we have we have there is some crossover here um, for a I Neptune. I love that. I love a good Neptune crossover fans. event. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, you guys, thank you so much for coming. Again, we'll link to everything we talked about in the show notes. And don't forget, forget to listen to Oh, I Like That every other week. Um, and follow Sally and Rachel. You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 245 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G-Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G-Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G-Thanks and friends. Oh, 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 o